He's like digging a hole. He's like, no, let me explain. As he's saying that, it's like the like the Doppler effect. He's like, oh, his explain. Voice. Welcome back to another Dear Shandy Bachelorette's recap, <laughs> listeners. How are you, Andy? Doing, doing okay. Overall thoughts on episode two? Feeling okay about it's it? It's not quite there yet. Okay. It's not quite where I need my Bachelorette to be. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You have a certain threshold that has not yet... Been... I feel like with every season, there's growing pains. Okay. It takes a little bit for to get to get into like an actual entertainment zone. Mm. For okay. me, it has not entertaining quite yet. But okay. it will get there. I could, I could smell it coming. I mean, the proof was in the pudding because for anyone wondering, Andy literally fell asleep watching this episode. I did. I had a long day. It was a lot of sun. Yeah, a lot of sun. That yeah. it was the sun's fault. It was the sun. Mm-hmm. Totally just sun. For what it's worth, I didn't mind this episode. No, yeah. yeah. No, I didn't mind it either. Yeah. It just wasn't, I didn't reach attain entertainment level. Mm. For me, it, it really ticked a lot of the boxes. Like yeah. we got a bit more substantive. Yeah conversation and a little bit of romance some twists i wasn't expecting and yeah. then a villain that you just love to hate no it, it did have all the ingredients yes but it was it was just missing you know that that umami that mm, i like the umami yeah. well before we get recapping do we have housekeeping to get to yes we do first is i don't know why this matters but people seem to like to know where we are so i'm just giving you a heads up that next week we will not be recording here uh, we are heading on a red eye soon to Germany mm. for some singing. Yes, Deutschland. And yeah, so we'll be recording from Germany, taking the podcast officially international. Yeah. Not that it wasn't with Canada, but you know. We've not been international, huh? Mm-hmm. Really? What about on the boat? No. We, first of all, it's a ship. Excuse me. <laughs> the cruise ships, we always manage to pre-record and like, like get kind of get around that. Oh. But yeah, crazy, wow, right? So this is the nuts. first time we're taking some equipment with us overseas. That is dedication. Wow, this is a monumental affair. Mm-hmm. And what else is there? Oh, many of you were so sweet to ask how you can watch Bachelor in Paradise Canada in the States. And I promise when I know, I will let you know. So basically, they're shopping for the right home for the show in the States. And if and when that happens, I think they're gonna. You know. I think they're going to find it. But it was, it was good. It was entertaining. I have to admit, and we're not just saying I this. was in it. I was in, I yeah. was a physically in it and I was entertained. Yeah, same. It was, and we're not just saying this. I would just be silent, like carefully silent if I didn't think it was going to be a good season. Yeah. But because I do think it is going to be a good season. Oh, it's I'm a good season. Mm-hmm. I was, I, I was uh, watching the season happen in <laughs> real time and I was entertained yeah. without even editing. Yeah. You were asking me for updates every day. And you did a great job. I was very proud of you. She did an excellent job. I'm not, and I'm not, I'm very biased, but bias aside, I think you nailed it. Thank I was you. very proud of you. Thank you, husband. Impressed. Th- thank you. Uh, do you feel ready to get started? Any yeah. other housekeeping? There is one very important piece of housekeeping. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Kitties and plants. We're so, talking about Andy's socks, by the way, for our little listeners. A Shandy reached out to us mm-hmm. and suggested, look at these delightful socks. <laughs> They have Andy written all over them. And and I immediately, immediately purchased these. I literally sent Andy the screenshot of that message. And then he sent back a screenshot of his order number. (laughs) This happened. (laughs) I was very excited. Mm -hmm. Anyway. In case, Shandy's, you thought we didn't heed your emails and messages. All right. So episode two kicks off with a rainy day at the Bachelorette house. The Bachelorettes are strategizing how to see the guy's six-pack abs in spite of the rain. And thus begins the fun game of, let's pretend the gender roles are reversed. We'll get there. So the guys have moved into the mansion, and there's no room. I've got to say, this must have been a squeeze. Because on my season, there were 26, 27 on night one, and then it got whittled down to 18 and 18, it was like packed. Oof, that's a, it gave me anxiety. Yeah. Like you have to be so, you're so nervous and stressed about the fact that you're on national TV and you've got this whole love triangle weirdness and you have to deal with guys all on top of you. You can't have privacy. You really... can't primp like in peace. <laughs> you can't use the bathroom, use, use the men's room as they euphemistically say in peace. Mm. Whoa. Are you making that sexual? No. Oh, okay. 
Well, how is that sexual? I don't know. When you said use them, you went out I'm of your saying way. Use meaning like you know, I like do things that you, you don't want people on top of you when you do. Like, like jack off. Like not, no. Why do you keep sexualizing this? I'm talking about taking a dump. God. Okay, we're we're on different planes this morning. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll try to rein it in. You know, it could be sexual, but it doesn't have to be. Anyway, my point being that there were eleven more guys moved into the mansion than there were ladies on my season. I I remember feeling like I have no privacy. There's nowhere to yeah, go. Yeah. So wow. Yeah. And once again, it's all, how's this going to work with two bachelorettes? Mm -hmm. The ladies arrive and they announce that because of the weather, they're going to have a pageant slash talent show. And they leave gift bags with Speedos in them. Mm -hmm. Once again, can you imagine if the roles were reversed and they were bikinis? The double standard here is it's like a fine, fine French wine. Mm -hmm. It's it's just aged and it's perfection. Andy, you wanted to know why some guys got black boxes on their speedos and others didn't you said are they just bigger penises (laughs) i mean it's a reasonable question i mean you're not wrong it is strange some of them didn't get i think there's like the fcc has a certain limit on how much penis sort of like last week with the horse manure yeah it was too yeah like once it reached a runny state Mm -hmm. it it passed the threshold so jesse arrives and announces a pageant of sorts this kind of made me smile. Yeah, I he, liked Jesse. Well, he this enjoyed episode. this. You could yeah, tell yeah, yeah. Jesse was like, finally, this is something I can yeah, I can enjoy. He got to be himself. He said the prize is a very exclusive after party at the Bachelorette House. Mm. And the rules, he said, are that they will disrobe and show their look front and back. And Andy, you said they would go to prison if these were women. Yeah. Can you imagine? Just think about it. Well, I mean, it's not so different from actual pageants not that long ago. No, but, but but just picture this now. Okay, it's totally reversed. Yeah. It's it's The Bachelor. Yeah. Like, okay, I got you a present. And they open the box. It's all G-strings. <laughs> and not just G-strings. Like, really, like, like, like you know, sexualized G-strings. <laughs> like, wait, versus non-sexualized I mean, G-strings, G-strings that are really saying, like, I'm a G-string person. That's not like, you know, once in a while I put on a G-string because it's appropriate. Like, I'm, I'm a G-string person. I want to know more about the g-string that doesn't say that i'm just saying there are g-strings for g-string people and there are g-strings for people who don't usually g-string but once in a while they g-string <laughs> you seem to know a lot about g-strings there's a nuance difference anyway my point is imagine if the bachelor did that and they're like "Ooh, g-strings yeah, and they're yeah. all holding up these things yeah. and then they say front and Dis- back yeah disrobe and we want to see it front and back it's really mind-blowing but also i will say this too the penis of the two genitals, there are only two yeah. in the whole animal kingdom. Isn't that amazing? There should be a third. There should be some animal that has a third genital, but there's only a penis in a vagina. The penis is most definitely. Aren't there some people that are kind of somewhere in between? Oh, there's actually a cloaca. Birds have a cloaca. Yeah. And also, I think some humans are. They- oh, hermaphrodites. Yeah. But now you're getting into like, that's fringe stuff. That's not, that's not a standard. Yeah, but standard- for you to say that there's only two is incorrect. Okay, fine. Let's scratch that. Let's just start again. <laughs> most most genitals fall into two categories. Let's 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 do that. Okay. There's there's the vagina and there's the penises. Yes. The penis is most definitely the more uh, more obscene, the more intrusive, the more protuberant. <laughs> yes. Of the two genitals. Well, the men are mostly black boxed because of their protuberant genitals oh, they cast it well and uh logan goes first a pretty i thought he did a good job i i don't want to go through every single one because no. it's gonna be a long recap if we do that even spins a basketball and i said that's impressive and you said i can do that <laughs> yeah, this I, happened I, I can do that a highlight for me was jacob telling them how they could save on their mortgages that was funny with glasses no on doubt. they asked johnny who would you pick to kiss and he says can i say both which apparently was considered the correct answer, even though I don't really see how. Yeah, it's not, it's not fair. He's answering the question wrong. So now it's the evening. Going on this exclusive date mm-hmm. at the Bachelorette Mansion house. Bachelorette house. Sorry, there's a difference. Is it? Yeah, there are, the men are in the mansion, the ladies are in I the mean, house. I mean, they're both mansions, let's be honest. Yes. Avon, Logan, Brandon, Jason, Johnny, and Colin. Rachel says, Jason caught Gabby and I's eye. <sighs> 
Do we need to discuss? We don't. No. Everyone knows why we're pointing Everyone it out. Knows. Okay. So there's some one on one time here. Jason talks to Rachel and he's really upfront. I liked this. I yeah. respected this. How he was like, honestly, I feel a connection with Gabby. He was really respectful about it. She took it okay, but I think it was kind of a blow because it was her first talk on this date. Yeah, yeah, At least yeah. that's how they aired it. Johnny and Gabby talk and they kiss. He says, I know I kissed you on the cheek today, but I kind of want to retry that. Is that okay? I accept. Oh, yeah, I thought this was kind of cute. I accept. I was kind of surprised that we didn't get enough conversation here to warrant him eventually getting the rose. It was just make out, but whatever. Brandon and Rachel talk, and this is where Rachel starts to feel like the guys are having small talk conversations they could have with their cousin. Mm -hmm. Poor Brandon. And then finally, while Rachel says someone's got to step up their game, Logan comes in. Logan descends. he's the game stepper Yeah, he's the A-game winner from last week. He tells Rachel he thinks she's brave for coming back and doing this again. And Andy, (laughs) Logan lost a few points for you here somehow. Andy, you did not approve. You said she's not brave for going back on TV. Yeah, I mean, she didn't run into a a burning house and rescue a cat. (laughs) She's on television show getting paid a lot of money. (laughs) But if that's bravery nowadays, then so be it. And then Logan talks to Gabby. He says, can I kiss you? And Andy, you sigh. They make out. I think you should pick your battles more wisely. I'm done with it. You know what? Yeah, people came out and people were not into it. I'm done. I accept. I I am now, my age is showing. I I accept that now it's the thing to ask for a kiss. I accept. Yeah. I concede. I think that a lot more people agreed with you than were vocal about it. There's no doubt. Yeah. People, There's no doubt. We've learned by now from having a podcast that people like to tune in the most only when they disagree with you. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Which I, I respect. Yeah. Let's leave it at this. Yeah. I myself refuse to ever accept that that's a good thing, but I accept that that is now the thing. No, you can accept it's a good thing. It totally is a good thing from a consent, everybody happy perspective, I, but you can say you you don't accept it from a, it's like hot and animalistic yes. and we're both on the same page. Yeah, I'm not against guys yeah. asking for yeah, consent yeah, yeah, yeah. in general. Yeah, yeah. I'm just against in that moment that it's a not very to, sexual, yeah. exciting thing. Not being able to dampens. Read, read between the lines. Yeah, it's yes. throw, you're throwing a damp towel on, on a hot, burning fire well here's my okay so i swear i want to move on but here's my thing is that if the person says can i kiss you i don't know if it's any less awkward to say no to that than it is to sort of recoil a bit or back off and be like oh i don't i'm not couldn't agree more anyway couldn't agree more my take Mm -hmm. and the ladies delicately discuss now logan and it becomes rapidly apparent that they're both into him. What I find interesting is to watching the dynamic between the two of them is how much more forthcoming Rachel is about liking someone. She did it last week, too, where immediately yeah. with Tino, she was like, he's my type. I like him. I'm, I'm into Tino. Yeah. And meanwhile, Gabby, it's almost like this big sister, little sister vibe where she's looking after her feelings. Anyone who watched the latest season of Bridgerton, I'm embarrassed to say this, although I did eat it up. It just reminded me of that dynamic of like, oh, I'll sacrifice whatever I want for you. Yeah, I You agree. don't know what I'm talking about. I, but I agree without having seen Bridgerton. So Rachel gives her group date rose to Logan while Gabby gives hers to Johnny. I mean, Johnny was a dark horse. He swooped in. I... The fact that we still haven't seen any of his personality, other than him heroically saying that he would choose to kiss both of them when asked. I know. I think Gabby is giving sympathy roses. I don't think her roses have a lot of weight. Yeah, like I said last week, I can picture Gabby not giving her favorite guy the rose any given week. And maybe that's... I don't know why I feel that way. I just don't believe that Johnny is... Ahead of Jason, for example. Well, it's like going back to your big sister thing. I think she's protecting Rachel to some degree. Yeah. And I think that might become an issue, mm. that dynamic with the actual <laughs> like dynamics of the show. I love how badly you want something to come between the two of them. <laughs> <laughs> I have to admit it would make for interesting TV, but I also love their friendship. No, but I'm, what I'm saying is I think Gabby's protecting Rachel. Yeah. If anything, I think that she's pr- trying to prevent mm. that friction that may and will happen. So Rachel's one-on-one date card arrives now. It goes to Jordan V. And Andy, you said, ah, Jordan V. I wrote gloatily. <laughs> I don't think that's a <laughs> word, but that gives you an idea of the tone he used yeah, because I did not have Jordan V in my top five. I had a small window of gloatily, <laughs> which 
then transition to comeuppance. Yes, exactly. So she drives him to a zero gravity plane. And we learn that Jordan V, despite being a badass who is a professional drag racer, is terrified of heights. I thought this was cute. He said that Rachel has a calming energy. She helped him overcome this. They make out while floating around. It was cute. Yeah. Not cute enough. (laughs) No, apparently not. Back at the mansion, Chris very loudly declares that he would have an issue if at final four, his girl, his girl, yeah, <laughs> s- slept with someone else and then proceeded to sleep with him. Oh, and the he guys, stepped in it. oh my he god, stepped in it. It's yeah, it's such a heavy stepping in it mm-hmm. that I have to assume he did it on purpose to try to become a villain. Yeah, like he wanted some airtime or something. Like, has he ever seen this show before? Well, he got his wish on multiple levels. One, he talks about it like it's a game. Yeah, uh, Jordan H says, you know, if you make it to final four, you're in love. And he's like, no, if you make it to final four, it's because you're in the final four. When he said that, I was like, do you do you know what you're doing right now? I kind of feel like he was acting. Yeah, this was his his attempt to get airtime, as you said. Am I being? No, I think you're absolutely right. Maybe I'm overthinking this. I don't know. I just you're you're assuming he can't be that stupid. Yes. Maybe he can. Maybe. Could he? We'll never know. We'll have, to have him on, we'll, we'll have to have him on the podcast and be like, so Chris, are you actually that stupid? For me, when he referred to women as females oh, in this context. Not females, female. It's even worse. He's called it out as the, the female. female. Yeah, that's true. Like you're it's right. like, a, like you're on a nature show and you're talking about some like like centipede. <laughs> it's true. When, when he put female in there. On top of being like, I would leave if she had sex with other people before me. Like, he really seemed focused on the chronology of it, which made him seem unbelievably sexist to the point where I'm like, you cannot possibly be this unself-aware. But maybe I'm just giving him too much credit. Yeah, it's it's a toss-up. But I'm thinking he might actually have meant it. Like, it wasn't staged. It wasn't prepared. That's just so upsetting to know that someone like that could be... I don't know, 30, he's 30 years old, I think, Look, like living, breathing, doubt, dating in today's age. He was nervous. Age. Maybe he was really nervous and he just sort of put his foot in his mouth. But mm, he yeah. repeated himself several times. It's he almost really, like the yeah, guys stuck to it. Yeah. The guys revisited it. And later when the ladies confront him, he was like, no, no, no. Like, let me explain. What I mean is if you slept with other people before me, then I would leave. It's like, yeah. dude, he's like, no. digging, he's like digging a hole. He's like, no, let me explain. As he's saying that, it's like the like the Doppler effect. He's like, no, let me explain. He's like getting deeper and deeper. It's like, what? I can't hear you. Like, his explain. There are two people here who really stood out in a good way. One was Logan for me, who said to his face, he's like, you may not mean to come off as condescending, but that is how it comes yeah, off. That was correct. Yeah. It, it, considering other people were just sort of like trying to argue with him, I thought yeah. that this felt a little more productive. Yeah. yeah. And then meanwhile, the yeah. winner here is Nate. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Hunt. Coming in on his white horse. Yes. He said, anytime you have a premeditated thought of you want to do this unless that, that is a form of control and that is manipulative. You cannot have preconditions to love. It's just a form of control that a lot of men just don't realize they do that damages good women. This is the moment Nate became a contestant on yes. The Bachelorette. Yes. So. You know, we didn't even know at this point that he had a daughter. Yeah. Looking back, it's now like, of see. course he has a daughter. Yeah. Coming from the heart. <sighs> He was lovely. Okay, we'll move on. So, Charlene, would you say that skin is something of importance to you? <laughs> I do take my epidermis very seriously. What kind of es- fine epidermis you have. Thank you. Especially the epidermis of my face. Yeah. I take it very seriously. Mm-hmm. I'm on top of my products. I'm always trying new things. And I know by now, because I've been using it for over 10 years, that prescription tretinoin yeah. is great for my skin. It helps prevent aging, fine lines and wrinkles, and acne. And it took me years to figure that out. And I used to, by the way, go to the dermatologist, get a prescription, then go to the pharmacy, get and pay for that prescription, and take it home. And it was kind of a pain in the ass, if I'm honest. That's a significant percent of your life. (laughs) Yes, it is. Thank you. And that's why apostrophe has changed said life, Mm -hmm. because now you can get prescription skincare delivered directly to your door with apostrophe. So Mm -hmm. you go online, fill out the questionnaire saying what your skincare concerns are. You take a bunch of selfies of your skin, different angles, and maybe your concerns are fine lines and wrinkles or acne or what have you, or maybe some rash you have and you don't know why. And here's the cool part. 
A board-certified dermatologist will review your information and prescribe you something if they think you need it. And let's not forget the three knees, Ah. chest knee, back knee, and butt knee. Yes, apostrophe can help you with your acne from head to toe, and it is both topical and oral prescription Mm -hmm. medications. So we have a very special deal for our audience, the Shandies. Save $15 off your first visit with an apostrophe provider when you go to apostrophe.com slash Shandy and enter code Shandy. This offer is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash Shandy and click begin visit. Then use our code Shandy at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. Woo! Woo! We have to react every time because that is bonkers. That's A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E dot com slash Shandy. And use that code Shandy to get your dermatologist crafted treatment plan for only $5. And we thank Apostrophe for sponsoring the podcast. Back on the day, Jordan V opens up about looking after his little sister, uh, his parents getting divorced when he was 13. And Andy, you said for a drag racer, he's not inarticulate. Yeah, and that's not to diss all drag racers, but I actually think he's as if not more articulate than anyone I've seen on the show. Are you so are you making an assumption that someone who would be a professional race car driver would what are, what are you saying? I'm just hoping <laughs> I'm hoping that there are not a lot of drag car racers who watch Dear Shandy. Yeah. I'm assuming there are not. <laughs> it's a very safe <laughs> assumption. But I would assume that a drag car racer is not focused on linguistics. It's more focused on speed and, you know, like being a man and barbecue and guns and whatever. Whatever drag racing is associated with. Barbecue and guns. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just shooting stuff, grilling stuff, Driving. Talk, dr- drinking beer, just having a good old fast rock and time. Sounds like a lot of stereotyping. Andy. A lot of stereotyping. <laughs> you got to stereotype. There's a reason they're stereotyping. You got to, you know, you got to make sense of the world sometimes. Yeah, you fair. can't just nuance everything. Otherwise, it's too confusing. But my point is, is that the man is very articulate and elegant, I would say. Mm. I was very impressed with this yeah. guy. And I'm so confused. Mm. So meanwhile, we hear Rachel saying that something's missing. And she goes and chats with the producer about how bad she feels about it. Mm. And then meanwhile, back at the mansion, Gabby's date card goes to Nate. It's adorable how shocked he is by this. He's floored. uh, Yeah, I mean, the humility is fantastic. Yeah, he doesn't even seem to smile. They're like, look, happy dude. He's just like... Yeah. It's just like (laughs) like a guy who's like called on the price is right. It's just like, hey, me? He did look like that, actually. Okay, so meanwhile, back on the date, Rachel expresses wanting to like Jordan V, but knowing it's not him. She feels it in her gut. What is it? And then she proceeds to send him home. Shall we discuss? I don't understand. So I have two things I want to say about this. I'm like, let's discuss. Let me talk about it. No, I mean, please. I don't know. I don't have answers. So for me, I feel like even though the kissing looked like it was good while they were floating around, it could not have been good. Because if the kissing no. was like turn on level good, I don't think she would have sent him home if she chose him for that date in the first place. Like, I don't get the feeling that Rachel chose him for the date expecting to send him home. So your theory is that this is all based on bad kissing. Which I'm not discrediting. I think physical chemistry is very important, especially when you're just meeting somebody. I mean, yeah, for me, not to sound too dismissive, but. Bad kissing was a deal breaker. Okay, so let's that, put... Let, yeah, that can improve a bit, but when you've got another 15 guys to who you are already a little more excited about... Mm. Now, I feel bad. I feel more bad about suggesting that he's a, such a bad kisser that she had to send him home than I do about stereotyping his drag racing career. <laughs> I think there's... Maybe there's something else. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt. With his bad kissing. Well, maybe he what else could it funny. be? He maybe he didn't he make. He wasn't her... funny. Yes, he but wasn't interestingly, playful. Rachel last week did say that she never dates guys who make her laugh. Oh yeah. So maybe she's maybe that's it. She's like, I'm not having this anymore. Uh. This guy is great, but he's not making me laugh. He's not playful. He's not funny, and I'm not going to do this again. I maintain not that's to not to make this so superficial. Bad kissing. Well. If a, the kiss is amazing, and I'm not saying it's on him, it could be on her, it could just be their ki- kissing chemistry. I just maintain that if the kiss is really, really good, you want to you wanna do more of that. I it's see. hot. I see what you're saying. I'm really torn. This is a strange thing. This yeah, Jordan we really thing. didn't this, see this coming. This is unprecedented. I would say this is unprecedented. It is unprecedented. The, in any episode, I mean, not episode, in any season of this franchise ever before, if you had... 
zero gravity making out, <laughs> that person's going on. There's no, at least they're making it to the next episode. Probably final four with that date. Yeah. No, you're making a good point. And I got to say, I loved this. Yeah. I loved that Power she sent move. him home. You heard me cheering. I don't think you understood why I liked it so much, honestly. You were like, why are you so happy right now? I was mourning Jordan V. Uh, And I was also mourning my comeuppance, (laughs) which was heavy. Yeah, for me, I just love the unexpectedness of this. It was a power move. The fact that she couldn't fake it just made me love her all the more. She couldn't fake it. You know what it made me realize is she is really here for the right reasons. Yes. I was into this. Yeah, I agree. I I was was sad, but I was into it. I was cheering. You and were. it's not because I don't like excited. Jordan V. I just love that she was like, I'm not feeling it. Yeah, I'm not playing this game. <laughs> Shrug. I'm not playing this game. Yes. Okay, now she mentions the, the private concert that was supposed to occur from Ashley <laughs> Cook and Brett Young. And then we see the band playing. I wonder if they were bummed. They were like, we were supposed to get a couple making out in front of us while we sang. It's possible that they were just like, this date's not happening. You guys are not going to play. And they're like, we're playing. And they're like, Rachel, go sit in the audience (laughs) alone. So Nate has his one-on-one with Gabby now. And as he heads into the date, we learn two things. That Nate is a dad. Mm -hmm. I didn't see that coming. No, he saved it for late. And B, that he not only wears, but can pull off pearls. I mean... (laughs) Unbelievable. They it's looked, so it's it looked so good that I'm and this shows that I finally maybe I'm an adult. I'm resisting a pearl necklace joke. I, I won't do it. <laughs> I won't disrespect him. Okay, so they share a kiss. It seems pretty solid. Yeah. And then they go on a helicopter ride, and we learn that Gabby would rather ride a roller coaster than go skydiving. Yeah, that's a reasonable choice. What? Oh, I would way rather go skydiving. Well, a roller coaster is much less terrifying. Yeah, but skydiving is once in a lifetime. A roller coaster yeah, but is just so like you can is do it. like being thrown into a volcano. I don't want to do either of them. Yeah, but one of those is far safer than the other. Not to say that skydiving is safe, but you you know that's. But you're saying skydiving is safer than a roller coaster? No, I'm saying skydiving is safer than being thrown into a volcano. That is definitely true. <laughs> definitely statistically proven. Okay, they make out a lot. They land by a hot tub. And Nate is super into her. He says he likes who he is with her. I liked this. Good, good thing to say. It's, you know, that can seem a little like you're making it about you. But I think that actually is essential in finding your forever partnership that not enough people pay attention to, honestly. Some people like how they look with the person. It maybe it fills their social status in some way to be with someone but to say i like who i am with that person you want to be your best self yes you want the person you're with to bring out the best you can be yes i honestly wish i could tell my 21 year old self that yeah you know when it when it comes to dating if anything honestly looking back on all the relationships i've had Mm -hmm. it's the number one most important thing yes because in relationships that aren't great you're not your best self. Yes. You're, you're kind of like a, a shitty version of yourself. Yes. And that plays out in various ways. And I think over time affects your self-esteem. Yes. It's a vicious cycle. Yes. It because causes you start to internal problems. It yeah. causes problems with you, with your partner. Mm-hmm. It, it makes you doubt yourself. Oh, yeah. It makes yeah. other people judge you. Yes. Rightfully. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So in the evening, they have dinner at Union Station. This was a pretty cool... <laughs> what? Dinner. That was cute. I always do that. No, you do always do that. I always go dinner. I never noticed that. Well, because they're not eating dinner. They've already eaten dinner. I know the joke. You don't have to explain (laughs) it to me. That's why I said it was cute. Nate reveals he has a six-year-old daughter whom he adores. This was super cute. Gabby asks what she's like, and he says she's the human form of coffee. This is one of the best lines ever on The Bachelorette. Adorable. Gabby makes the connection to her own upbringing and says she's very close with her dad, but not her mom. And she basically says that his daughter is very lucky to have him. Mm -hmm. But a moment here that really stood out to me, and it was kind of easy to miss, but in a voiceover while Gabby was reaching for the rose, we hear her say, that she asks herself, am I there yet? Can I be a mother? Is this the life I want? But I don't have to make that decision right now. This is in a voiceover as she's about to hand him the rose. We should talk about this for a second. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because, I mean, historically on this show, if you hear that someone 
man or woman has a child that it's like, oh, well, like, yay, I would die to be a step parent to this child I haven't met. And right, right, right. You know what I mean? It's this assumption that it's only a good thing. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but it's not for everyone. And I love that there was a moment where that was considered. Delightful. I only say this because on my season, my bachelor had a child. I got a shit ton of hate for that. Which, like, you, a good, lot. Good for you for speaking your mind, honestly. You you were you were too suit you were before your time. You were ahead of the curve. Now she gets applauded, which she should. Well, I'm making a point of applauding but her. But she will get applauded by I think the general community. I think I think people will be like, Oh, that's great. She's being honest. Yeah, you know? maybe. Yeah. Or, I wonder. Or maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe nothing's changed. You never know. But I am making a point of applauding her for something that I kind of wish that I had also been applauded for. <laughs> Are you jealous of the fact that she may be applauded for this? I'm jealous of the applause that I'm giving her. <laughs> that she may not actually get. <laughs> it's oh very my meta. God. It is very meta. Okay, so Gabby gives Nate the rose, not surprising. No, no. And as the date wraps, Gabby expresses having a bit of fear over becoming a mother because she thinks she would love the child so much it would hurt. I totally relate to this. She says, quote, it would hurt too bad. How like it's it's so scary to love something that much so stressful (laughs) all day like I love you a lot Mm -hmm. but I think I love you right below the amount that would be extremely unhealthy for me yeah and like I worry like you go oh I'm going shopping like you're like oh I'm gonna spend the day out shopping I literally immediately think you're gonna get killed (laughs) I I mean my sister has four kids and I have to admit watching her and her four gorgeous, brilliant children, what I see, I, I associate motherhood with worry. Worry? Yeah. It's all worry. Yeah. You're constantly worried. I imagine, I worry about you. You're a fully mature adult who's way more responsible and trustworthy than me <laughs> as far as just being in the world. Like, yeah. I, I trust that you're going to take care of yourself. And I still worry about you every time you leave the house. Yeah. Anyway, Gabby dropped two wonderful nuggets yeah. in the span of about five minutes. She did. Big fan. Big fan of both of them. You know, Rachel, the fact that she couldn't fake it, she just stuck to her guns. She was like, I know it in my gut, sending him home. I wonder if the two of them being together helps them both be the better versions of themselves with the guys. Because they have like a support network. It's almost like when they're alone, they just do what they think is expected of them. Mm. As opposed to when they're together, they can have that team element. Yeah. I think there's a ton of truth to what you're saying. I think that they have a massive advantage being in this together. Massive. More than any other. I don't know. They have this reality check that your lead does not usually have. It It, is a massive advantage. It's huge. So it's the rose ceremony cocktail party now. Then the ladies toast the group and Mario immediately pulls Rachel aside. And of course, this is a big (gasps) moment because Mario was the recipient of Gabby's Mario, first impression. Mario, the rose. most confusing contestant on The Bachelorette. He, he continues to be that confusing contestant. Don't because we were pretty floored by him getting that fur. And, and let's be perfectly honest here. The guy should have been extremely grateful that he even got a fur. Yeah. <laughs> because there was no fur basis for the fur. Yeah. I. But now agree. suddenly he's like, you know what? I'm going to double down. Yeah. And I'm going to now go for the other girl. Yeah. I just want to see. I don't see. like it. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I... He's pushing underst- his luck. He's pushing his luck. I understand him wanting to explore it, but he had to know this wouldn't go over well. Maybe he really is that naive, but of course, producers told him to take her to a location, which then would, of course, be within plain sight yeah. of Gabby. So Gabby was able to see him lifting Rachel and them <laughs> giggling and stuff like that. <sighs> He kind of was doomed, I think. Like, if let's say he did come on the show for Rachel, he's kind of screwed. That's true. He should have been like, you know what? I came on the show for Rachel, but I was chosen by Gabby. Yeah. And and this is my lot. I accept it. <laughs> the business yeah. that I have not chosen. Yes. So there's some one-on-one time here, Tyler and Rachel. We learned that Tyler owns those electronic basketball games on the That's Jersey Boardwalk. That's got to be a good business. There's a lot of those. Yeah, I to be honest, whenever we pass one of those, Andy always wants to play. So yeah. I never really, for some reason, thought of those being privately owned. I don't know why. Maybe that's... You thought there was some corporation that, yes. that had a monopoly on all basketball shooting situations? Yeah, I mean, it's just so random, but I guess, you know... Oh, I think it's a definitely, it's a very privately owned. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Nothing's more privately owned than the basketball shooting <laughs> operations. 
<laughs> Shows how much I know. Yeah. We see some uh, more ribbing banter and making out with Erich and Gabby. Yeah. And some mini golf and more making out with Zach and Rachel. Mm -hmm. I think all of these are of note, to be honest. Mm, for sure. They wouldn't have chosen them if they weren't of note. <laughs> Touche. And now some of the guys, namely Quincy Hayden and Jordan H., start chatting about Chris. Quincy pulls Rachel and brings her over to the group to fill her in on the Chris fantasy suite situation. What's mm -hmm. that? What's it's that symbol? Filling in. Fill, filling oh, her so in. You, you had an opportunity there for a sexual joke. I, I know. I, I know. I backed off. I backed off. Yeah. Rachel is rightfully offended. She says something interesting here. She says, I didn't want to look like a girl who was just brought to fantasy suites and almost sexualized in a way. And I guess she's talking about Clayton she's, season. This is a big thing for her. Yes. It definitely does seem to be a hang up and it actually fills in a lot of my idea of Rachel, mm -hmm. you know, I, I've really liked Rachel, but you know, there's some mystery still to her. And this really adds a lot of color to her story for me. And she says that in a way, this is her biggest fear given she hasn't even had one-on-one -on -one time with Chris yet. And he's already talking about that. Yeah. I, I feel for her. Yeah. I mean, I do too. She's, she's been, she's, uh, you're on national television. Yeah. And if this is something that you, you worry about, it's just magnified a billion times. Totally, especially since on Clayton's season, their sexual chemistry was a big facet. I think that Clayton's season traumatized her. Mm -hmm. I think it's even more, there was even more sexual drive from Clayton with her than we even know. Yeah. Okay, so Rachel reports back to Gabby and Gabby gives the best face expressions in her horror at Chris. And now the ladies confront him. And his defense is that he tends to look at all the situations he's in all the way through to the end and then works backwards from there. Nailed it. <laughs> he seems to think he's defending himself, but he says more of the same stuff, which makes me think that he doesn't see the fault in what he's said. He seems very focused on the sexual relationship with someone else and then myself part. He's literally oh. voicing his opinion on sloppy seconds before he even had meaningful time with either exactly. of them. Exactly. The best part, I think, for me is he seems to think he sounds like a gentleman when he says, I would never take away anyone else's decision, and that's something I would never want to do to a female. <laughs> Centipede. <laughs> I, like, is he that clueless? I think he's just not used to being in this situation. He's definitely, he's got some issues. I think what I find disturbing is he seems to think he's smarter than everyone else and he's super condescending. Yeah. Like Logan was dead on. That's how it comes off. It's just like, well, stop talking down to me. It also shows how much in control he thought he was that he was just a given to be in the final four. I really think he thought that. How could he think that he hasn't even spoken with them? He's, this is who he is. But see, that's why, that's why I go back to this place where I'm like, he can't possibly not be acting. I think he might take as nuanced. I don't, this, this is not black and white. Mm. I think that he was probably trying to get airtime, possibly trying to become a villain, mm. possibly. Yeah. But I do think that this is kind of who he is. And I think that now he's just defending his position, which he does actually believe, okay. regardless of whether his motivation was to become a villain or to get more screen time. Okay, fair. That, you just covered sense? all bases yes. there. <laughs> Nailed it. So the ladies send him out. They send him home. It even seemed creepy. Like there was even some weird. Did you see that when they were going through the mansion? He was like, after you. And then Gabby was like, no, you can lead us out. Like she didn't want him behind. Yeah, that's where he decided to be a gentleman. <laughs> He's yeah, but, like finally like, no, after you, please. But what I found funny is as a woman, I felt it touched on how... That can be gentlemanly when you are into the guy. But suddenly when you find him a creep, it just feels like he's looking at your ass from behind. Totally. Like for me, I just know from experience, like when a guy's like after you and I already have a creepy vibe about him, I'm like, no, you can go first. Oh, I completely agree. Yeah, that's the vibe I got here. And it just, it was really the cherry on top. Oh. Yeah, I'm not even sure that's what he meant to do, but I get what you're saying. So the ladies send him out and he says at the steps of the mansion. He's like, what do I do? I just leave? And they're like, mm-hmm. What was super cute here, I wrote mega cute, was how the ladies were telling each other that they handled that well. 
They like hug yeah, it out. They're like, they're like I don't feel like I handled it well. And she's like, I don't feel like I handled it well. But I think you handled it great. <laughs> and they hug each other. It was so cute. It's so realistic. That is so something that totally. a girlfriend and I would do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris, meanwhile, heads back in. Right back in. Amazing. No exit interview. Uh, no, right yeah, yeah. he shunned his exit yeah. interview and garners an amazing reaction from Ethan. I would love to see more from Ethan than just his amazing reactions, but they are really amazing. Yeah, he's got good reactions. And Chris proceeds to confront a select group of men about mm-hmm. who said what and how and when and why. And the ladies have to kick him out all over again. And of course, ultimately, this took time away from many guys. It did. Yes. Selfish Chris. Yeah, but also it's the show, like the show. They could have stopped him. That's the thing. They're like, how do we stop this guy from coming back into the mansion? Yeah, and just even every aspect of this. I have to wonder if even Jordan H. and Quincy and Hayden were encouraged to warn the ladies about Chris. Like, I'm happy Chris is gone. I'm not, this is not my concern here. It's just, we have to remember who's behind the curtain stringing. Charlene. Andy. Question. Uh Uh-huh. Without giving the exact number, approximately, how much money have you saved since you started using Truebill? I would say somewhere between three and four hundred in like my annual bleeding of money online. That's a good stopping <laughs> well, that, of the bleed. Be, it, yeah. I mean, I, that's filled in a lot of holes. That's a tourniquet. <laughs> yeah. That's a good tourniquet. Yes. I'm upper, upper three digits. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Do you know, on average, Truebill customers save $720 a year. Average. That's nuts. It is. That's nuts. It's crazy. What's going to happen? All these companies are saving that much money from. Well, they really didn't deserve that money in the first place because yes. they often scammed their customers. Yes. And I mean you. Yes, you. Into spending little bits of money here and there. Monthly. That's how you do it. Yeah. You take the little crumbs. $9.99 a month. Yeah. $6.99 a month. Stuff that you don't even really realize you're spending. You don't even remember what it was for. Yep. Or maybe it was renewed into a subscription without you realizing it after mm. a free trial. And suddenly you're spending money and they get you because it's never enough that you're like, oh it's not like suddenly 300 bucks and that you would make no. a phone call you over. don't notice it. you're like oh six bucks uh, yeah i'll deal with that later oh yeah I'm not so with true bill what an amazing invention this is it's great you link up all your accounts and they automatically pinpoint where you're spending money routinely and you can cancel those unwanted subscriptions with one tap I love that they do that because it shows that they realize how hard these companies make it to cancel those subscriptions. They don't make it easy. No. It's always the fine print somewhere. You often have to write customer service and end up talking to a human who then tries to change your mind or whatever, or it's just hard to find. Truebill counteracts that by saying, just come to us, cancel it. And by the way, they don't only do that. They also tell you your spending habits and how they change over time. Yes. Like, and to be honest, some, some weeks they're like, this is how much you spent on dining out. And yeah. it's like, it, they're shaming me basically. I'm like, <laughs> wow, you're right. That's too much. Yeah. They just put you more in touch with your own money. Yeah. And Truebill has over 2 million users who have saved over $100 million. <laughs> That's bonkers. So don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at True truebill.com slash shandy go right now truebill.com slash shandy it could save you thousands of dollars a year okay so lots of anxiety going into the rose ceremony because of all that missed time and jesse arrives and says point blank there will be a big cut tonight i will say the cut was not as big as i thought it no might be. i expected 15 15 no i wanted a huge <laughs> a massacre Valentine's Day massacre. <laughs> there was not a Valentine's Day massacre. We hear, God, we have to talk about this for a second. Heading into the rose ceremony, we hear a voiceover of Ryan saying that he's a one woman man and he wants to go all in on Rachel. What? Have you forgotten who Ryan is? You're not giving me the reaction I want. Uh, Ryan was. Ryan is the guy. Oh, yeah, the, the 36 year old Boston yes. accent. Got it. Investment director. Both, yes, who we both put in our first spot for yeah, Gabby yeah, yeah. last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. How wrong we were. He apparently had it in for Rachel. This was, by the way, a voiceover that easily could have been Frankenbitten, so I'm not putting too much stock in it. But I just thought it was such an odd choice to throw this in there right before he got sent home. Yeah, what was that? And why then did they show his conversation with Gabby on night one? Out of all the conversations they showed, why did they show us that? Is it possible that he was also trying to get a villain edit? By shushing her? Yeah. No, oh, by, oh, oh, by, by going switching for teams. Yeah. 
the show confuses me. It, honestly, it almost felt like a middle finger that the show was giving us. Yeah. They're like, oh, we're going to show you this and it's going to throw you off the scent. And then we're going to throw this other voice over in there and then he's going home. Like, I feel just like my energy was so wasted on him. It was one of the biggest shocks. I mean, it was a, in some ways a bigger shock than um, Jordan V. It was a way bigger shock than Jordan V for yeah. me anyway. So I don't think we need to go through every single person who got a rose because a total of 18 guys got roses. And including the three who already got it earlier in the week, that's 21 guys. Still a lot of guys. That's still a lot of men. And we lost two 36-year-olds and one 32-year-old. And Andy, you said they don't want the old guys. 36 is too old. Elderly. So how wrong were we last week when we said that maybe Gabby would want a few guys in their 30s? Maybe she doesn't. <laughs> or maybe those guys in their 30s are not really representing their age. We can talk about that for a second. Maybe, because we like to joke. And I really put stress on joke because I feel yeah. like some people take this There's a little lot of too seriously. Yeah. When you say that men are not men until they're 36, right. maybe a man who's 36 who applies for The Bachelor is not really representative of a true 36-year-old man. I think man. that might be the case. Well, that brings us to the end of the episode, Andy. Do you want to do Andy's A-game? Because you were not as into Logan this week. I mean, yeah, he was fine. But I think Nate's got to get it. Nate, okay. Yeah. Nate said the right things. He was humble. Mm-hmm. You know, he he's a good kisser. I don't know if that really should include. It does look like yeah. he's a good kisser. Good kisser. He doesn't start talking about things that are just like rote, you know, like these are the things I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. This is, I know you want me to hear this, so I'm going to say these things. He mm-hmm. just, he speaks from the heart. He's a natural. He's a natural. You know what he seems like? A 33-year-old guy. That's true. Maybe Nate is the old guy. Well, now he is. Yeah. <laughs> He's officially the oldest guy there now. So now, Andy, time for the word watch. There were zero vulnerables. Unbelievable. I do feel like you jumped the gun on vulnerable. You wasted. There were so many in the first episode. There weren't any more than usual. And I I think it was a little early in the season. A few Shandies agreed with me to use vulnerable. A lot. Dozens of Shandies agreed that it was zero. I expected there to be maybe a couple zero guesses. Oh, okay. So out of all those who guessed correctly... The winner is Izzy Lambert. Congratulations, Izzy. You are the winner of $100 to one of my personal favorite Etsy shops, Furano Studios. I'm wearing her gold-filled rings right now and usually am. And congratulations. So be sure to email us, Izzy Lambert, by this Friday at midnight to claim your prize. And Andy, for next week, first tell us the word and then we'll say what the prize is. The word for next week is intentions. And, and so it's plural only. Intentions. So intentional, no. In, what about intention? Nope. Intentions. Wow, only plural. Only plural. He's, I don't, so it's like, I don't trust his intentions, but yeah. you can't say, I don't think it was his intention. Correct. Ooh, that's specific. Very strict. Okay, yeah. wow. All right, intentions. So if you want to join in the fun and play the Shandy Word Watch and have a chance to win, we have a new prize this week, mm-hmm. $120 to Caitlin Bristow's wine brand, Spade and Sparrows. You can see, look, we'll be we'll pull some Vanna White right now. Is it Vanna or Vanna? I'm actually drinking the rosé right now. But $120 to Spade and Sparrow's wine, which is delicious. Good deal. Then you can play the Word Watch game by guessing below this YouTube video or on the Instagram post for this recap. Please do not DM us. Please do not email us. This keeps happening. The number of times you think intentions will be uttered in episode three. And you'll do so by using the numeral of the number of times you think it'll be guessed. So if you Mm -hmm. think it's three, you will use the numeral three and not write out three. Someone did a Roman numeral. That's clever. Yeah. but I laughed, but I also kicked you out of the contest. (laughs) Was it worth it? Okay, so you must submit your guess by this Friday at midnight. And yeah. If you guess correctly, you will be entered in a draw and one name will be selected and that person will win 120 bucks to Spade and Sparrows. Yeah. That's enough to get good and drunk.
<laughs> yeah, giving away booze officially. It's yeah. about time. All right. So, Andy, it's time for our predictions. Yeah. Our predictions used to be a fun and easy thing we did at the this end. Is and torture. Now, yeah, now with two bachelorettes, we get really stressed out. It's super stressful. Mm. I All morning, I was upset about I'm this. I'm not kidding. Andy was really stressed about it's the It's affected my <laughs> performance. It's recap. I feel like I the whole time I've been on, on, on just pins and needles. Yeah. I, can't, I can't do this. Two bachelorettes. Yeah. And you have to, it's like, it's like a, like a Russian doll. Is that, that's what they call it, babushka or whatever. The dolls that are inside the dolls that are inside the dolls. Yeah, babushka. It's like a puzzle and an enigma wrapped up in a, in a Russian doll. So Andy, let's start with Gabby. Who is in your top spot? I'm going to go with Nate. Okay. I think Nate pulled out. Nate was my wild card. He was. And he's now numero uno. Okay. He shot to the top. Yeah. I mean, he did everything right. Mm -hmm. And Gabby seems over the moon. And, uh, you know, it's going to take something to stop this train. I agree. I have a hard time picturing him not making at least final six, if not final four. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. So in my top spot, I have Eric. Yeah, we have to first discuss how wrong we were about Ryan. Whew. We both had him in our top spot. They had that super playful, joyous first date. Well, maybe he told her to shush. It was a shushing. We thought it was funny. She was laughing along. No, she filed that away. She she's was not so amused. Filed that away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we should have filed it away more than we did. Apparently. I tell you, Gabby does have a very strong passive aggressive laugh she uses sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, she's laughing, but she's really stabbing you yeah, and she's, turning it. She's laughing while she files it away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have Eric. I just can't get over the physical intimacy they already share this no. early on. Like before there was even our first rose ceremony that was followed through on, their one-on-one time he was had his arm around her where he had his hand kind of on her hip. The, yeah. the outer seat area. Mm-hmm. And then this week they were laying together on some pillows and blankets. Mm. Just very boyfriend, girlfriendy. And I don't think she would do that with someone she didn't really legitimately like. And plus they have great banter. The banter is tremendous. So in your second spot, Andy? I got Eric. Okay. And in my second spot, I have Nate. Look at us. Oh, wow. Okay. So in your third spot. I'm going to go with Jason. Okay. So interestingly, we saw that Jason is... Only in for Gabby. I do really like that he had this. Yeah. He had this moment. And he. I thought it was really respectful that he told Rachel that in private. Yes. And to her face. I, I like this. I agree. It's a strong move. If and I were if Gabby. right, it can help. Yeah. If I were Gabby, I would like that. And if I were Rachel, I would also like yeah. that because then I would know not to. Everyone feels respected. Yes. And he did it right. It Jason's going to go far. Adult. Yeah. At 30. <laughs> Well, I mean, 30 actually is pretty old. Now, well, now cast. he's one of the other states. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Jason, we haven't seen much there yet, but he's we still coming. have our eye it's on coming. him. Yeah, I agree, because I also have him in my third spot. Wow. Whew. All right. And I wasn't who- sleeping through the whole episode. <laughs> and who do you have in your fourth spot? I got to put Logan in there. Ooh, so you, okay. Oh, this is interesting, because in my fourth spot, I have Spencer, still holding out oh, for Spencer. Okay, all right. I think he's going to be I'm my dark horse. i Spencer. You are? Yeah, I was struggling. I was thinking about I it. I mean, we haven't seen any one-on-one time yet, but I, he's my dark horse. I'm putting some bets on him, taking mm. a flyer on him, as sure. I said last week. So I didn't put Logan in my top four for Gabby because I don't think she'll entertain it now that she knows that Rachel is into him. I think the Logan... big sister thing. I agree with you almost entirely. I just think Logan's going to be the one contestant where it creates some friction. Okay. He's not afraid to play both sides. Yeah, he's going to do it well. I mean, I feel like he kind of deserves your A game. Just because he told Rachel she was brave when you don't think she was brave, that actually could be seen as good game. I agree, but I need to see the next episode to confirm. And if he follows through on episode three, I'm going to give him the A game. He managed to make out with both ladies on a date with only like five other guys. And when there's two bachelorettes, like in terms of being like a playery kind of figure who has good game, Logan is it. I think you're making me reconsider my A game. <laughs> can I change it? Yeah, you can change it. I feel embarrassed though. No. Because now- I, here's the thing. I feel like you want to make your A game a guy who's likable, but that's not what Andy's A game you're is right. about. You're right. I got to stick to what game really means Mm -hmm. it's not always positive it's not about morality you know what nate wins nate wins the just good human award yes yeah standing up for what's right good game being a feminist game it wasn't game nate was just being a good person yes he was just being himself yes i think Uh and and himself is good Uh uh-huh 
But Logan, you are right. And I stand corrected. <laughs> okay. I'm going to give him a back-to-back A-game award. I, I mean, I think he deserves it. You're right. You are right. I didn't mean to. No, you, you made me. I, I'm embarrassed and I'm ashamed. Logan wins the award. Okay. So now our predictions for Rachel. Who do you have in your top spot? I got Tino still. Yeah, same. I don't yeah. think any of us are doubting Tino right now. No. It makes sense that this is classic where he's got the first impression rose. She's all in on him. And then in episode two, he falls off the face of the earth. And he will probably until he gets his one-on-one, probably next week or the week after. Okay. So in your second spot, who do you have? Logan. Okay. So do I. Oh. I also have Logan wow. in my second spot for Rachel. She's into him. Yeah. And I think, and I think you're right. I think if Logan's going to go to either one of them, it'd probably be Rachel. Yeah, I just don't. Gabby is so hyper considerate of Rachel. Like she's always like, "So who do you like?" She hears it from her first. You notice mm-hmm. that, and Rachel's not afraid to just say who she likes before hearing who Gabby likes. And so I just can't really envision a world in which Gabby. Unless she felt so strongly about Logan that she felt she was going to marry him one day, would step on Rachel's toes. I agree with you, but I still think there's a possibility that because he's a back-to-back A-game winner, yeah. he may figure out a way to do that. Fair, fair. Okay, and so in your third spot for Rachel, who do you have? I've got limo entrance number one, Zach. So do I. Wow, really? Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like this is this is a big moment for me. <laughs> I bumped him up from, I think I had him in fourth last week. I bumped him up because, <laughs> I literally bumped him up because of how tall he is. <laughs> Just remembering Rachel's type, she herself admitted she likes yeah. tall, athletic guys. I don't, for some reason. Oh my I, God, is that why she wasn't it? Oh my God, that's why she wasn't into Jordan V. He's slight. Is he not tall? He's not. He's a, he's a smallish man. <laughs> I think she's she's size. She's prejudiced against size. Anyway, Zach is way bigger than his headshot would suggest for some reason. Like he's very like just large and statuesque and yeah. has a deep voice and was just suddenly like when I saw her give him the rose and he was standing there towering over her with his deep voice. Yeah. I was like, whoa, that's just not what I envisioned. I think for that's some reasonable. Reason. Is that it's so superficial, but yeah. I mean, look, it's okay to have a type. We've discussed this. Mm-hmm. It's okay. It's okay. And so who's in your fourth spot then? I've got Avon. All right. This is the one difference between us. I have Hayden. Reasonable. Your Avon's 28, Hayden's 29. Do you have any thoughts on why you have Avon? Avon is a smooth character. I like I think he is going to bring some heavy A-game. He, I predict that Avon will be a future A-game winner. Okay. And I obviously have control over that, so it's kind <laughs> of rigged. But I, I mean, unbiasedly. Okay. I have Hayden just because I'm still thinking of that birthday card thing. Although after what happened to Ryan, I'm putting a little less stock in how much that night one one-on-one right? time yeah. means. Night one mean, meant nothing almost, except for Logan's entrance as like a major player. Mm-hmm. Night one was just all her- red herrings. Yeah. Okay. Well, that brings us to the end, Andy, of our predictions. Evan, anything else you want to say? I got to say, I was not I was not that into this episode. Yeah. It left it's... me. I, I'm not inspired. This episode bothered me less than you, obviously. I feel like they had a lot to squeeze in and they did a decent job Mm -hmm. of it. But it's starting to sink in that there's two bachelorettes. Yeah. And it's it's a little tiring to watch. I found it a little tiring to watch two one-on-ones back-to-back where people reveal stories about themselves and they have this deep talk. Like I was missing, you know what I was missing? Is a second group date this early on full of silly antics and embarrassing moments. I agree. Like there weren't enough laughs. It wasn't funny. Mm -hmm. I was never giggling. I was never chuckling. I never even saw things where I was like, that's a funny thing that it could be funny, Mm -hmm. even though it's not. Not even Meatball putting sauce all over himself as his talent. Well, that was another example of them wasting food on Mm -hmm. on the bachelor. He licked some of it. He licked, yeah, he literally got two licks of a can of tomatoes, (laughs) a bottle of tomato sauce. And that was It's a jar. It's a jar. That's true. It is a jar. Where does a jar and a bottle, where do they. Jar and a bottle. I feel like a bottle is more like thin. You can hold it with one hand. A jar a is jar a thick. Is so a jar wider. is defined as thickness. It's the thickness of the bottle that makes it a jar. I have, I'm not sure. Maybe it has something to do with the size of the 
of the entrance. I think you might be right. I think it's the... Because, look, you could get a bottle of milk that has a small spout. You could also get one of those old school bottles of milk that have a big spout. And that's still a bottle? It's a bottle. Oh, Wait, yeah. so is it considered a bottle based on what's inside of it? Like it's a jar of sauce, but a bottle of juice? It could be that a jar is defined by the contents. Yes. So it's like a jar of, of preserves. Yes. Or a jar of olives. Yeah. Or a jar of peanut butter. That's what it is. Liquid <laughs> makes it a bottle. Something that's not liquid makes it a jar. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Glad we got to the bottom of that. Right. Now people will come in and tell us why we're wrong. But to get back to the the issue at hand. Which is the fact that you didn't like this episode. Yeah. And I didn't like it. It's not that I, I think the producers did a fine job. They, they worked with what they had. I think the two bachelorette thing is throwing me. Mm. I'm not feeling it. I think it's good for them. I think it's nice for them to have each other. Mm. But for the viewer, I think it, it just muddies the waters. Mm. It's, I'm a purist. So it bothers me less than I thought it would. But I, I've noticed it throw you on a level I never could have imagined, yeah. honestly. I'm lost. You're really thrown. Because I think you take... I've been doing this for a long time. And so I feel like I learn their names and faces a lot faster. And you're like, Tino, like... Even like who's who's Zach again? Like you just can't remember who was talking to who and who had a connection with who. It just doubles the trouble. It's confusing, and I don't know why. Because Bachelor in Paradise, I've got a fine time with. Yeah, that's interesting. And Bachelor or Bachelorette, I've got a fine time with. But for some reason, the the middle, <laughs> I got problems. Okay. And I don't know what to say about yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. Just, I'm, I'll get used to it, maybe, but. I'm not a huge fan. I think you would enjoy it more if you could just watch it and immediately forget it and not have to then discuss it in depth the next day. That's a great point. Mm -hmm. It's weighing on me <laughs> mentally. The things we do for you. Some people had ease in, you know, discovering how to make a nuclear bomb. Yeah. I have trouble recapping a two bachelorette. <laughs> bachelorette. Well, I think that's a wrap, Andy, of this recap. You yeah. made it through. I'm very proud of you. Mm. If you enjoyed what you heard today, you know what we will ask of you, and that is to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, follow us on Instagram and TikTok. Tell your friends, leave us Apple and Spotify, podcast readings and reviews, and generally do all the things you would do to support a podcast you enjoy. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let us know what you thought, if you agree, disagree, in the comments below. And we'll see you next week on Dear Shandy. Bye-bye. Yeah.